It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. Foster. Nine seconds for the win. Oh! 
how it's crazy that he would go out in the way he did, losing right, that final playoff right. game. And then last night, he says he's not done. He's coming back for his 23rd season, which is crazy. What was your reaction to hearing the news, Kenny? I was very surprised. I, you know, I was, I was surprised when he retired because I, I thought that he definitely still had more to give. And clearly, I was right because he does still have more to give and he's going to be back next season. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But um, I really thought that was it. I thought that was going to be the last time I got to see Tom Brady play. And I was pretty upset about that, but um, I'm glad that he's back. But I, I thought, you know, once he was going to retire, that that was it. Um, there's lots of rumors going around that perhaps he wanted to, um, like, retire to then maybe get um, picked up or, like, in a trade or something with um, San Francisco. Because he wanted to play there because I think he's from San Francisco or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I can't think remember I'm right. Um, maybe you can look it up as I'm talking. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you know there was the whole thing. Does his wife still want him to play no. or not? He's not. He is from. He oh, is he is from, from there. there. Okay, so I was right. Then there was the whole thing. Is this, does his wife want him to still play or not? And and all this stuff. And then I heard that I guess the Bucks were considering pursuing Deshaun Watson now that the tampering period is over. I guess today. And teams could start talking or like about trading for or I don't even know how it all works. But anyway, Deshaun Watson was uh, found not guilty of criminal charges lately. So now there's a, a bit of a feeding frenzy over who's going to get him, and everyone's talking to the tech. Well, not everyone, but there are definitely some teams that are talking to the Texans about acquiring him. Most notably, the Panthers and the Saints, from what I've seen. But the report was is that. The Bucks were another team that was going to be in on that mix, but then I guess um, Brady came back and the Bucks weren't really willing to let him go somewhere else. So he decided that he's going to play again. Yeah. Are you upset? Are you really sad? Yeah, well, I... Are you uh, sad that now he's back and he's potentially <laughs> going to prevent your team from going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I mean on our last show, I said... Um, I was kind of I was sad to see the potentially greatest player of all time retire, but I was also happy that he wasn't going to be there to beat my team anymore. So I'm I'm not I'm not I wasn't the most happy about it. Um, I'll be honest. I was pretty excited, but to see that he was not going to be in the league anymore. Um, I, I listened back to our last show because I couldn't remember if I said it on the show. I know I said it to a couple of friends that I was thinking there was a small chance that he comes back. I was I was definitely leaving that possibility out there. I mentioned that to people, and then so when I heard that it happened yesterday, I I, w I was like obviously surprised, but I wasn't like terribly surprised, especially for it to happen this early. I would have been a lot more surprised if it happened like in the summer. But the fact that it happened only a month or so after he announced it initially, I'm not super surprised by that. Um, but no, it just completely changes the uh, just the whole. NFL season next year like just the way we're even going to look at it and make predictions for the season because yeah I, I think the Packers probably run are definitely a the favorite before this Brady news without too much doubt there and now Brady comes in and all of a sudden the Buccaneers might be the favorite and then the Buccaneers we're probably going to go into almost like a more or less a rebuild or at least like going to go back to the being average level in the NFL. So completely changes the dynamic of the NFC and the NFL. They don't have to look for a quarterback anymore. They can once again focus on bringing in as many weapons that Tom wants and making another powerhouse team. Um, I don't know if you saw, but I, I saw this video Sunday morning of Brady was at a soccer game on Saturday. I, I don't know if you saw this, but he was at a England, uh, an English My soccer game. My friends were, were telling me about this. Yeah, it was between Manchester United and Tottenham. And I think, like, the owners of Manchester United are also the owners of the Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah something like that. And he was on the field with – Brady was on the field with, with Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, after the game. And Ronaldo was like, oh, so, so you're done playing right. Like, you're, you're, you're retired, right? And, he's, he's, and Brady's response was like, uh – and, and that was on Saturday, and the announcement came Sunday night. I saw that Sunday morning, and I was like, huh, that's kind of that's kind of weird that he would say that to so, somebody who probably thought it was a private conversation. So, 
again, I was I wasn't overly surprised, but definitely still a shock, especially to come like at such a random time, the Sunday night of March of Selection Sunday. But definitely, definitely makes for completely different outlook on next season than I thought it was going to be. And you know what else it was during too? Kevin Garnett's oh, jersey yeah. retirement ceremony. Yeah, I know some Boston fans. Yeah, my, I know my are, friend were not happy about uh, that. had it on, and then I was wondering when are the when are the fans inside the arena going to to realize? But it didn't seem like there was any noticeable reaction. I guess they were too focused. Was it on during them. the game? No, the was retirement ceremony yeah. was post game, but the announcement on Twitter came. During the retirement ceremony. Wow. That's, I don't think Brady really cares about I, I wonder if he didn't know that. I feel like he probably no, he didn't really care. He, he knew about Selection Sunday, but he yeah. didn't know about... I don't know. I mean, he's not in Boston. He's not playing for New England anymore. No. So. no, he's not. But crazy news. Surprising to a lot of people. Changes everything. Just real quick, do you think that he, it'll only be this one season? No, I could see him doing more. Okay. I mean, how much is left on his contract? I don't know. But I, I remember, because we had talked about it in, in uh, January, and you were saying, like, three or four more years. I was saying one more year. I don't know. It's just hard to, it's hard to imagine. Here's, like, here's the thing. I think he could keep playing at a high level. Yeah. What's going to stop him is, like, when he decides to stop, or if he gets injured, in my opinion, no, I, that's, is he still balling? Th that's what I was thinking. I, after this whole thing where he's retired for a while and then realizes he doesn't want to be retired anymore, I'm like, is he ever going to want to be retired? Like, I hate to say it, but I, it almost is like, it feels like someone's going to take an injury to like, it take said, him down. It says he's, in, he's a free agent in 2023. So I guess after this year, we will yeah. see, like, is someone else going to want him? Are the Bucks going to want him back? Or is he going to retire at the end of this year? It seriously seems like it's going to take an injury or just a significant decrease in his ability Or to I think a Super Bowl win. Or a Super Bowl win. Or the family. You know, his wife stepping in. But clearly, like, yeah. he was done. Like, he was home. It was all over. And then, like, I guess he was convincing enough, like, to the family for him to play more. So It also does make sense with what we were talking about last time of, he never had that farewell tour, so he. Yeah. I, could, I could see him coming out and saying maybe in, in a couple months, like this will be my last year, right? And then he'll it'll he'll make it a farewell tour. Sure. Um, that could also help bring in even more free agents that that they might want. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's a really crazy situation, but I guess exciting for a lot of people that he's back, but also disappointing for a lot of fans of other teams that are gonna have to play him again. All right. Where do you want to go next? Well, it's an interesting question. We can just touch on it real quick yeah. while we're still on Brady. Is you, you threw this in there? Who who has the better chance to win the Super Bowl? Right here, Roger. So so. Well, it's obviously Tom say. Brady. Why do you say obviously? Because of everything. Because you know the Packers never win. So. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. I guess like my point of view on this is it's just going to depend on who they can bring in. Um, just because I know could bring in, but well, honestly, both teams. But I know the Buccaneers franchise tag Godwin. Um, I don't know what Evans's contract is, but he's still on the team, so it's definitely going to depend a lot. Because I mean, last season they got bounced in the divisional round, just like the Packers did. So it's gonna they they probably are one piece away still. Um. I don't know. It's just it's just really going to depend on what the rest of this offseason looks like. But are they really same, one piece away? Packers, too. I mean, if they they were this close to beating the Super Bowl champions, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, know. but I mean, they were they had a bit of an up and down regular season as well, and it, I don't know. It's, it's it has been the same story for multiple years now. The Packers dominating the regular season. Tom Brady's pretty good in the regular seasons. Has some up and downs. Then he goes off in the playoffs. But then this last year, they both lose in the same round. It, it, it really is tough to say. Yeah, they were 13-4. Um, they had a great season. Yeah. They just, I, I don't know. They, they, I guess, well, it's also partially, too, of, like, Rodgers won the MVP, had the better regular season. But then Tom always turns on the playoffs. So, 
and Tom uh, Sewell was a quarterback. It's just not. It's just not obvious that that the Buccaneers have a better chance of being in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, you know how I feel about about the Packers and and uh, Aaron Rodgers and their failures. No, so. I know. But also, the Packers had a lot of injuries last year. They're hopefully not going to have to deal with that again this year. And Aaron Rodgers is no longer engaged to Shailene Woodley. So there's a big distraction that's gone. See, this is all the stuff that it always comes up every Same. year. It's always excuses. But now we're not going to be able to talk about it next year because there, there is not going to be an extra point. But I'll just be thinking about you when the Packers lose again in the playoffs. He, he broke off the engagement with Shailene. He's going to get a haircut. Devontae's back. How do you know he's gonna get a haircut? Well, I, I think that's I think that's part of the Shailene thing. So I think he'll he'll get rid of it. He'll go back to the clean cut and he'll be ready. He'll be ready. To go undefeated. <laughs> Alright. Long off season ahead for the NFL, but more pressing is March Madness. It is, as some might think, as some might say, the most exciting, the best time of the year in sports. I am so excited. I love March Madness so much. This coming weekend is always one of the best weekends, the first and second rounds of March Madness. I I think I had this problem last year because I think I remember complaining about it, but I, I have a, a lot bunch of work of, again. A lot of midterms right around what this the hell, weekend. Isaiah? I know. I have a paper due Thursday, a test Friday, and then a test the following Tuesday and Thursday. So it's just going to be tough. Um, now, luckily, the thing Thursday is a paper, so I can get. I'm trying to get that out of the way earlier in the week. Test Friday afternoon isn't isn't great, but I guess I have the rest of the weekend after that. It's just then I have two more midterms the next week. I don't know what it is. I don't know why these teachers they not know what March Madness is, or or even St. Patrick's Day. It's also I, have a, I have a paper due on Tuesday. Next next Tuesday, right? Is that it? I think so. Yeah, I got four, I, four I have midterms. The, uh, I have the birthday celebration for March Madness again this oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always falls on March yeah. Madness. Forgot about that. There you go. Exciting week. Yeah, I feel like it was the same thing last year, yeah. too. You are like, so I was going around like, partying, and, I'm and like, you were doing work. Midterms. I don't know what it is. So, literally four midterms in the next, over a seven-day span. So, terrible timing in that regard. That's horrible. But, you know what? I went through, like, a crazy hell week, like, the week's leading up to spring break. Yeah, I would have so. taken that. I would have taken that because then I would, I would have already had it out of the way and not, not had to worry about it now. Especially St. Patrick's Day, March Madness. Like, come on, guys. Terrible timing. But I will still try to watch as much as I can, especially my Creighton Blue yeah, Jays. Yeah, both of our teams are in it again. I know. Let's go. There we go. Super exciting. Creighton plays Thursday night. Rutgers is in the play-in. Yes. When do they play? I believe it's Wednesday. Okay, so Wednesday, and then if they win Friday. Right. Okay. All right. Shall we go through our picks? Sure. For the first round. I'm really curious to see who you picked in each of these games. I know A lot you of are. Games. All right, how should we do this? Should we go by region? Sure. Let's go by region, and we'll switch off. So you start with the West. Okay. So in the first matchup... Of March Madness, there is Gonzaga versus Georgia State. I have Gonzaga. Okay. Controversial. Yeah, I guess we can just go by game. Yeah, I have yeah. Gonzaga as well. Then we have Boise State, Memphis. I have Memphis. I took Memphis as well. Very hot right now. Then we have UConn versus North Mexico State. New Mexico State. Sorry, New Mexico State. I have Connecticut. I also have UConn. Then we have Arkansas versus Vermont. I have Arkansas. This one was really tough for me because I always like Vermont. They're always a really good three-point shooting team. I was super back and forth. I ended up going with Arkansas, but I feel like I might regret that one, but we'll see. I, I went Arkansas as well. Then we have Alabama versus Rutgers slash Notre Dame. Unfortunately, I have Alabama. Here's the interesting thing. I took Rutgers. Okay, so here, here's how I, how I did this. I'm taking, as of right now, I'm taking Rutgers. I think they've been playing really well recently. Alabama's been extremely hot and cold this season. I don't really trust them. So as of right now, I think I'm taking Rutgers, assuming they beat Notre Dame on Wednesday. If Notre Dame wins that, I might change to Alabama. But okay. assuming so it's Rutgers, I'm going to take them. So it's a conditional pick. 
Yes. But I'm, as of right now, I'm taking Well, thank Rutgers. you for your confidence I believe in, in Rutgers. Team. Unfortunately, I think Rutgers game. is going to Two lose games. against Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. I, haven't they been playing really well recently? Well... They were, but then, you know, they were, and then recently, like, not as good, and then they lost in the first, in their first game of the Big Ten tournament, which happened to be in the quarterfinals, but still. Wait, you said they lost in their first game of the, uh, the Right, but they had, like, they, they had the bye, I think they were the four seed. Okay. That's pretty good in the Big Ten, and... Hey, they had a great season. Yeah. Do you know where they lost? Did they lose to Iowa? In the, tur- in the, in the Big, Big Ten, Ten tournament? Yeah. I believe they, so. And that's who won the tournament, so... Yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough uh, opponent. So I, I don't. Know, I, I think that. I think the win. Maybe. Maybe I can convince you to. I'm on your team. Okay. All right. I can't believe that's our first disagreement. Is over your team. And I, I know. Them. You did. I know. I know. Crazy. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Then we have Texas Tech versus Montana State. I have Texas Tech. Uh, I took Texas Tech as well. Then we have Mish State versus Davidson. I have Davidson. I took Davidson as well. They are really, they're a really fun team. They're really good. Then we have Duke versus CS Fullerton, and I have Duke. Yep, I took Duke as well there. So only one disagreement. One disagreement, and so are Rutgers in our in the first well, region. Crazy, Isaiah. You're not gonna like this. Okay. But I did not think about this on like a matchup by matchup basis. Okay. I thought about so March Madness is all about chaos. Correct. So how do you bring order to chaos? Go ahead. Use probability. Okay. So last year I went through and I said that I like looked up all the stats for like I would look up all the stats like Gonzaga, Georgia State, and the whole thing, and it took me forever. This year, and it, it didn't turn out that well. So this year mm-hmm. I said forget it. I'm doing probability all the way through the bracket. So there was absolutely no emotional or non-mathematical anything that went into this. It's so whoever had the highest probability? No, so I'll explain. Okay. Well, I'm going to go through an example. Yeah. Yes, yes. An example problem? Yeah. Pick pick a game. Well, any game you want. Arkansas, Vermont. All right. So here's what you do. Arkansas, Vermont. So what you do is, is you go to bracketresearch.com. Okay. And you go to historical seed facts. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is a four seed, right? Yep. So you get a four seeds. And then you go down and you see that 113 out of 144 advance to the, to the second round. So then what you do is you go to random.org <laughs> online. You go to 1 to 144. <laughs> okay. And then you say... If it comes out to be in, in 1 to 133, then Arkansas moves up. Mm-hmm. But it comes out higher than 133, then they lose. One, 113, then, right? Sorry. If it comes out higher than 113, then gotcha. they lose, and Vermont wins. So then you would hit enter. In this case, we got the number 3. So Arkansas would move on. And that's how So I how many times it. do you run that? What do you mean? One? You just do it once and that's... Yeah, once for each game throughout wow. the whole bracket. And that's how I went. Because <laughs> if you did it multiple times, then it's going to turn out to be, um, you know, the higher probability yeah. is going to be favored. But it's only one game. It's one outcome. And I predicted the outcome using the probability. And this is how I did the entire bracket. So the disagreement that we had in Rutgers is surprising because you'd think, oh, Kenny's definitely going to pick Rutgers because he's a Rutgers fan. But I did this absolutely without passion or anything like that in a systematic, logical way. And that's how the bracket is going this year. So that's Every game, that's all you did. Every single game. I just think you can't, I don't know, you, you can't just solely look at historical bringing, outcomes. Bringing order to chaos is, is the, the theme of this year. For me. I think there's a lot more to it than that. So now I, it's just your, number, your, your picks are just random. It's not random. It if is, it was though. random, it would be flipping is. a coin. They're random yeah. in terms of what is probable to happen already. It's it's flipping a coin just with the uh, with the a probability a little different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess we'll so still if you say, If you say Kenny, why did you make this pick? I'll say that's what the it random told number generated right. told me to. Right. We can still go do the picks. You're crazy. But because, look, it did match up. 
with you for this for the Western region. Pretty I guess well. I'm just as good as a computer. I don't know. All right, but we will continue. You, east. You say the east. Okay. My throat's like hurting me. I can barely talk. The first thing I did when I went through this, okay, is picked every one seed. I just didn't want to make that mistake. See, yeah, I even, like, I even to... did the random for the one seed. Wow. I don't. I was like, I'm not even gonna like put. I I didn't even do any research on those on the matchups. I just. Ones all around, so... Well, the ones almost always win. Exactly. I mean, they've only, only lost Only once out of 144 times that they lost. Exactly. And I I, om I basically did the same thing for the twos as well. I did a slight research, but mostly okay. just took the twos there as well. Okay. But, uh, anyway, Baylor. Baylor over Norfolk State. I agree. Norfolk State has... They, they uh, had an upset like seven or eight years ago as a 15 seed, so... You're not I remember that. that. Yeah, it was in Omaha. It was? Yeah, and I went to... they play? Uh, Missouri. And it was the... I actually went to the game right after it because we had bought tickets for the later game and it was the one right before. So I remember watching I've it next door. I've never been to a Mark game. Yeah, I went to, I think it was just, I think that was the only year, yeah, that was the only year I went to. I, I saw like Kansas versus like University of Detroit or something like that. I missed the, I missed the upset, unfortunately, but it was, it happened right before me. All right, 8-9 North Carolina versus Marquette. I took North Carolina. I took Marquette. Okay, and that's off the, that's off, all right. That, I mean, it's an 8-9. Those go, th those are like historically like 50-50, I think. Um, I think it was like 73-71 or something like that. All right. Next we have... Yeah, it actually is less favored. Yeah, it's like the nine nines are slightly more. favored, yeah. All right, next is St. Mary's versus either Wyoming or Indiana. I have St. Mary's. This is, I also have the conditional thing on this one. I really I watched a good amount of the Big Ten tournament and Indiana impressed me so much. If Indiana beats Wyoming, I'm taking them to upset St. Mary's. If Wyoming beats Indiana, I will probably change to St. Mary's. Okay. But I'm taking Indiana. All right. But you think you're picking? Yeah, you're taking Indiana because you think they're going to beat Wyoming, right? Yeah. As of now. But yeah. Then you might switch it if they lose. Right. If Wyoming wins, then I I probably will take St. Mary's. I understand. Okay. We have four UCLA versus 13 Akron. I took UCLA. Same year. Okay. Easy enough. Six Texas Tech versus 11 Virginia Tech. Or six Texas versus 11 Virginia Tech. I took VTech. I took Virginia Tech as well. I, they won the ACC tournament. They beat Duke. They beat Miami. Or no. No, Duke beat Miami. They beat, beat Duke Miami. and then they beat... Uh, North Carolina. So, they're hot right now. I'm taking Virginia Tech. All right. Three Purdue versus 14 Yale. I have Purdue. I took Purdue. Or, oh, you took Yale. No, I took Purdue. Oh, I thought you... Did I just... Did you say that? I well, definitely said I yeah. took Purdue. I don't know why. I just... My my brain just, just broke for a second. I took Purdue as well. <laughs> I don't know why I heard Yale. Okay. Seven Murray State versus ten San Francisco. This is a weird, a weird game. I took San Francisco. I took Murray State. Okay. John Morant. Yeah. Um, two Kentucky, fifteen St. Peter's. Kentucky. Took Kentucky as well. So what? What do we differ on there? I took San Francisco, and you did not. And I took Indiana, and you did not. So I so two upsets. And North Carolina, I believe. No, I took North. Oh, yeah, you took Marquette, right? Yeah. So we have three differences there. Three, three discrepancies so four there. differences total. Okay, four on the left side. On to the right side. Number one, Arizona versus the winner of Wright State and Bryant. Arizona. Took Arizona as well. We have eight Seton Hall versus nine TCU. I would like to pick to have picked the New Jersey team, but I picked TCU. Based off the, the what the computer yeah. told you. Yeah. Okay. I I went back and forth on this for a long time, but I ended up going with Seton Hall. Um. And again, eight nine. Basically, I I was thinking of doing that. I'm like, this is a toss up. I honestly could just flip a coin on that one. That's a really well matched game. Five Houston versus twelve UAB. Here's my twelve versus five upset. You got UAB here. I got UAB as well. The Blazers. That's. I think that's going to be a lot of and people's I hate, upset. Pick. I hate Houston after they beat us last year. <laughs> oh yeah, that was crazy. I, I remember that game. That was. It wasn't we super. We blew close. that game. Yeah. Remember? We yeah. Blew it. They were up by like ten or something. And yeah, we blew it. Yeah, I would hate them as well if I were you. 
So there's a, yeah, that's a good upset pick. All right, four Illinois versus 13 Chattanooga. <laughs> Illinois. Okay. I took Illinois as well. A lot of people are talking about Chattanooga as a, really? as a Cinderella team as well, but I took Illinois. Um, six Colorado State versus 11 Michigan. Colorado State. I took Colorado State as well. They they played Creighton earlier in the year, and they looked in, so good. And they've had a great season. I, I think they're going to – I have them making a little bit of a run, actually. A little bit of a sleeper. I have them making a big run. Really? Yeah, it's an right. Elite Eight. They, wow. Yeah. I, uh, I have them Sweet 16 losing okay. to Villanova. But, okay. Um, they are really good. Now, honestly, they could be Villanova, but – Villanova's not going to be there, though. They might, Yeah, that's true. Um, they might not. So, three Tennessee versus 14 Longwood. Tennessee. Uh, I took Tennessee as well. Seven Ohio State versus 10 Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago is always winning, Isaiah. I picked them here. Well, you kind of got lucky if that's what you wanted to pick and the, the computer gave it to you. Well, no, I didn't want to pick anything. I just I only listened to the probability. Isaiah. And they gave you Loyola. Yeah. There you go. The whole, I, didn't, I didn't do anything okay. other than the probability of this yeah, whole thing. Fine. I took Loyola as well. There's n- you can't pick against Loyola Chicago. No. They might actually be... So I, I took Villanova 2 over 15 Delaware. I assume you did too. Nope. That's a, you're taking the 15? Taking the 15. Wow. Delaware. Big, big Delaware. upset. Huge upset. upset alert. Crazy. That's shout that's out. Home. Shout out to my boy Derek Victor out there. That's hopefully he's, the computer got right for you. What is? What are their mascots? Blue like hens. Bur- yeah. Let's go blue hens. That's Let's a go bold, Derek. Let's go blue hens. That's a bold pick, but Oral Roberts last year was a 15 that made it to the, the Sweet 16. So there you go. It can happen. All right. Wait, so what do we disagree on there? That one, and then Seton Hall. I think that was, I think it was only those two. Because you put yeah. you TCU. Yeah, so what is that, Delaware. six differences total? Six differences so far. All right. Finally, we go to the... Let's mid- go Blue Hens! The mid- <laughs> yeah. I want to... Derek... I'm gonna Derek. You gotta send me a Delaware T-shirt, a blue with a big blue head on it. <laughs> That's what I want. No blue heads. I I would love to see it too. And you know what, Villanova in the Big oh, Championship. I, I, two other beatable. of my good friends go to Villanova, but f- screw them. Let's there go blue hands. There you go. They looked beatable in the Big East Championship against Creighton. I I will admit. All right, number one Kansas versus the winner of Texas Southern and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Kansas. I have Kansas as well. The game I, I am most excited for, that I'll be excited, I'm so excited about, can't wait to watch, 7.30 p.m. Thursday, 8 San Diego State versus 9, my Creighton Blue Jays, Kenny, you already know who I picked, I'm taking Creighton. I'm going with you, Isaiah, let's, let's go, go Blue Jays. Let's go. Yeah. There's a, there's a, it's got, honestly going to be a, a pretty ugly game, they're both very, very good defensive teams and not great offensive teams, so okay. it's probably going to be a low scoring game. That's alright. And... I'm, I think that the Jays will edge it out. All right. Five, Iowa versus 12, Richmond. Richmond, 12 versus wow, five upset. another upset. I'm taking Iowa. They won the Big Ten Championship. They were on fire in that game and just throughout the Big Ten tournament. I have them making a little run as well. And I hate Iowa. As a Nebraskan, I hate Iowa so much. I can't argue with what I've seen, though. I'm taking Iowa. All right. Four Providence versus 13 South Dakota State. Going South Dakota here. I'm taking 13 South, versus four. I'm taking South Dakota oh. State as well. There we go. Providence has been the luckiest team in college basketball this year. They're overrated. South Dakota State has won 21 games in a row. They are on fire. They have a great offensive attack. And they, I think they're going to beat Providence. I think they'll, get, they'll beat them by double, digit, double digits. I think they're going to take control of that game. I really like South Dakota State to win that. All right. Um, we have six LSU versus 11 Iowa State. I have another upset here, Isaiah. Iowa State. Iowa State's just been a little too hot and cold for me this year. I don't really trust them. I took LSU. Okay. Um, three Wisconsin versus 14 Colgate. Wisconsin. I took Wisconsin as well. Last year, a lot of people took Colgate as an upset team. They're returning a lot of the same team, but they still 
didn't win any games in the NCAA tournament last year. Wisconsin's really good. I'm taking them. Seven USC versus ten Miami. USC. I took USC as well. BC Miami um, BC weak. almost yeah. beat Miami in yeah. the ACC tournament. USC has Isaiah Mobley. They have a, a solid team. I, I take them to win that one. And then two Auburn versus Jacksonville State at 15. Auburn. I have Auburn as well. So let's see. In that one, we disagreed on Iowa State and Iowa. I think that's it. Yeah. So two there. So eight total. So we have 24 out of 32 same picks. That's pretty good. Um, you actually, you almost, I don't know. We, we might have a similar amount of upsets, but we definitely took some different ones. Um, I remember last year I had a couple upsets that you ridiculed me for. And they ended up working yeah, pretty no well Yeah, no ridicule me. this year, Isaiah. Yeah, They're I going appreciate upset that. Because I remember I took like three, like 13 and 14 seeds and two of them won. And I got a lot of crap for that last year. I, I didn't forget it. Because they won, and I, they made me proud. So, I'm expecting the same result this year um, with a lot of these upset picks. I, and I went, once again, wait, so do you want to go Final Fours? Sure. All right. Let's hear it. I have Gonzaga, Baylor. 1-1. One, one. Arizona. 1. And Auburn. 2. Okay. Pretty chalked. And honestly, that's... You almost have to do it for uh, if you want to win these bracket challenges. That's that's just what it told me. I said. Okay. That's what the computer well, yeah, told that's me. also yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it makes sense that it's gonna have it's gonna be chalk toward the end. But I, I gave opportunities for for okay. uh, you know. I mean, I have some other upsets in here. Um, I have Davidson beating Duke in the second round. So do and, I. So Whoa. do I. <laughs> there we go. To end Coach K's career, yeah. which I felt bad doing, but I just feel it. <laughs> um, I V Tech over Purdue. Uh, I also have V Tech over Purdue. This what is, is crazy. This is crazy. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's, it's like an upset, but it's not a huge upset. It's Colorado State over Tennessee. Yep, and I have that as well. I have Delaware over over Loyola yeah, I, Chicago. So I, Delaware is yeah, going dancing in the Sweet Sixteen. That would be wild. I. I you know, that's bold. I like it. Um, I, wait, how far do you have UAB? They're only making the, the second round. Illinois is going to take it. I have them beating Illinois. Okay. Um, that's my that's my double digit in the Sweet Six. Well, Davidson as well. Um, I, I have... And Virginia Tech. I have, I have three. two double digits in the, in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I couldn't go that far. I just... I have Davidson and uh, Richmond. Here... Richmond, wow. Crazy. I mean, I guess if they beat Iowa, then they'd be playing South Dakota State as we picked. And then they're going to beat Kansas. Kansas, okay. Um, Yeah, see, I just, in reality, I have three double-digit teams in the Sweet 16. And I bet one of them will win to go to the Elite Eight. It's just so hard to pick. And I, I might still change it. I got a couple days, but... It's just so hard to know which one, and then if you pick the wrong one, you're going to lose out on a lot of points of the, of the higher team that has got to be there. So I'm also picking it, like, I know one of those double-digit teams will win, but I just, I also want to win a bracket challenge. It's just hard. But I still might change it, because, I yeah, I have all of my double-digit seeds losing in the Sweet 16. I love my bracket. I think it's going to do great. I have, oh, I didn't even say my final four. Yeah, what's well, your final four? I have Gonzaga versus UCLA. Okay. Because they made the Final Four last year as an 11 seed, and they have like basically the exact same team, and See, I think they're even better. I have them getting bounced in the second round. Uh, to who? St. Mary's? Yeah. They're not even going to make this the second round. Um, and then I have Arizona. Okay, me too. Versus Wisconsin. See, I have Wisconsin getting bounced in the second round wow. too. Wow. So this, we, have some, we do have some discrepancies. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of big ones. Uh, I don't know. I, Wisconsin's really impressed me throughout the season. I mean, they didn't make the Big Ten championship. I th- I don't even think they were in the semifinals. So a right, little so bit then you, you have Zags versus UCLA. Who wins that? Zag and Zaga. And then you have Arizona, Arizona. Ver- 
Yeah, and so then Gonzaga, I, Arizona. Yeah, and then who wins? Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah, it's boring, and I picked them to win last year too. They lost in the championship. They're just so dominant. I I don't know. I just it's hard to imagine anyone else winning unless there's some sleeper that just gets super super hot. Um, I have Baylor beating Gonzaga. Okay. In the final four, and then Auburn beating Arizona in the final four, with a Baylor versus Auburn matchup. I have okay. Baylor winning. Okay. Repeat champ. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty good one. I, I see. I have Baylor losing in the Sweet Sixteen to UCLA. So, but you have them probably beating St. Mary's. Yeah. 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 I'm so excited. I'll it's gonna be. Too. It's gonna be an awesome weekend. Um, and I'm sure our brackets will be totally busted as when when we do our next show, but. I don't know, it's, and it's crazy, we had 24 of the same, and you did the random generator, so... It's just probability, Isaiah. Whatever. Maybe you know your probability pretty well. I must. Like, subconsciously. <laughs> um, Alright, anything else about the first round of games? Um, yeah, I guess, what's the, what's the farthest, like, low team you have going? What do you like mean a double that? digit or like uh, just outside of the top four? Like who's the farthest you have? I have... Um, yeah, who do you have in the Elite? Didn't you say you had one in the Elite? Yeah, eight? I have two in the Elite Eight. Who do you have? I have Davidson and Richmond. Davidson and Richmond. So Richmond two is... Teams at, the two teams in the Atlantic 10 Championship. Yeah. Wow. I don't know about... I, I could definitely see Davidson. I had them losing to Texas Tech in the Sweet 16, but I could definitely see them making an Elite Eight. Elite Eight run, Richmond not quite as sold on. Um, but who knows? It's madness. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a lot of fun. All right. Anything else about March Madness? Uh, I don't know. I'm just really oh, hyped. Yeah, actually, th this is a good question. I'm glad you included this in there. Can Duke win it all? Yeah, absolutely. You don't think so? I'm, I I don't think Duke's winning it, and well, you and I both have Duke being bounced in the second round to Davidson, and obviously that's not any sort of a given. Right, but. you know that's what my what my um, random told me, mm -hmm. but you know I, I really think that uh, they could certainly win. You know, like there is a situation where the random would have gone a different way, and, and they could have yeah made if, the if, if you did this tomorrow. The whole, they could win thing. the whole thing. Yeah, so why don't you do it again tomorrow and then and then compare? Well, I'm only... This is the master bracket. I don't want to look at any other bracket because this is the one right here. But what you could just do the exact same thing tomorrow, though. Yeah. And it's going to be probably completely different. Yeah. So why not? So what? So why is that the master one? Because this is... I don't like to like do that whole... When I'm like submitting for bracket <laughs> challenges, I don't like to do that whole thing where you're going to submit... like. Three brackets. No, you. This is my bracket right here. There this you go. is it. The people see this it. This is. It's all on it's paper. On, it's on paper. Yeah, there you it's go. It's in pen. There isn't any pencil. There's no erasing or crossing out of this bracket. This is it. Only one shot at this. <laughs> this is the one. Well, you know why I like that you can do like three entrances. Actually, I I usually do two. And one is this one, and then one is with my Crane Blue Jays going all the way. Because you always got to hold out home. When they beat Kansas in the second round this year, you know, I was, a, I was a little bit tempted to do it. But I couldn't get myself to actually do it. But to have Creighton beat Kansas. Because they can. They are playing defense so well right now. I've never seen a Creighton team play defense as good as they are right now. They just aren't playing quite good enough offensively to, to keep up with Kansas. But... I think they play Kansas the second round. I think it's a really close game. But I wanted to do it. I just couldn't get myself to do it. But that's why you can you can enter multiple brackets. Because if I can just do one, the Creighton goes all the way. All I'm saying is watch out for those blue hens. Because those blue hens <laughs> are making it to the Sweet 16. Blue hens, blue jays, one of them has to. Come on. You can just you can put it <laughs> down in ink. Because it's happening. I have no doubts. Well, anyway, though, Duke... I have we both have them losing to Davidson, but I just I don't trust them really. They uh, they lost their last home game of the season to North Carolina, a team that they're much supposed to be much better than, and 
they lose in the championship of the ACC tournament to a Virginia Tech team that's a seven seed. They have a lot of guys that will probably be playing in the NBA, but they honestly kind of play like they're in the NBA because <laughs> it kind of seems like they don't play defense very hard. It, it, it almost seems like they, it gets later in the game and they kind of just you know, start just jacking up threes and not really playing that much defense. I'm like, you guys aren't in the NBA yet. You're not supposed to play like that yet. So I don't trust this team to make a run. Sorry, Coach K. This is not a Duke national champion team. If any, if there was going to be any, it would have been the Zion and RJ Barrett one. That clearly didn't work out. That team was much better than this team. So I, I, I don't think there's any chance they win it. I really don't. I think there's way too many no better shot. teams. No, I think there's no shot that they win the national championship. See, I think there's a shot. Okay. How big of a shot? Pretty small. I mean, <laughs> bigger than most teams. If, to me, it's a full court, one arm, one handed, eyes closed shot, and it's not going in. Wow, it's not happening. You have no belief in Coach K. I don't. I really don't. After they lost to UNC at home in his final home game, it's, I just that lost sad. all faith. And then they lost the ACC championship. They got, I mean, uh, the final score I think might have been within like 10 or something, but they were completely outplayed by Virginia Tech. And they, on paper, are a way better team. So I have no faith in them. They're not doing anything. All right, should we talk a little bit of NBA? Since we haven't been able to talk NBA in a very long sure. time. All right, changing gears. Also, welcome back baseball. Welcome back Just baseball. As an a aside. lot going on. A lot going on in free agency. I saw a power rankings today that had the Mets at fifth in the power rankings. That's that's not giving us justice, Isaiah. Really? Really. Yeah, I think I think they're poised for a big season. They do tend to disappoint a lot when we say that. But. Yeah, but this is different. Do you see all the guys they have this year? Yeah. Scherzer. That's the biggest uh, signing Starling that, Marte. They've, that they've made in a long time. And that, and that includes the, uh, uh, what am I, Lindor. Think about signing. this lineup right now. Ready? McCann catching. Scherzer, DeGrom, Basit. Uh, Syndergaard, is he still? No, he's, he's he at the Angels. Oh, and you have Tywon Walker and uh, Carrasco at the bump. Carrasco is on that. Yeah. I don't really know about that. There you go. And then you DH Cano. Then we put Pete Alonso at first, um, and that's when it starts to get a little bit... Uh, yeah, who's second? Well, I guess you could put McNeil at second. Lindor. Lindor's short. short. Who's third? We got this other guy, I forget his name, like Escobar or something? And then the outfield, you got Sterling Marte and Nimmo, and then somebody else. Yeah, that's a pretty good team. I love it. Um, do you see today Fernando Tatis broke his wrist out for three? I think it was, I think it was at least three months and he needs surgery. I don't know how he did it, but that is a huge injury. He's, and he's a, I mean, he's a, an MVP like candidate at, the, at this point. I think he's an MVP candidate going to each season. So he's going to be out for at least half the season. That's a huge, I mean, that changes the, the dynamic of the NL. Um, but just uh, a lot of trades going on. Mark Canna, we have an outfield now. And then we have Eduardo Escobar at third base. Oh, our, Eduardo Escobar. He's a former twin. He's, he's good. Um, he's, he's pretty old at this point, but, I mean, he, he was good, so. Hey, man, I, yeah, I, I think I, he's I still like got Nino, it. Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, yeah. Cano. That, I mean, yeah, they are solid. I hope they're the, they're the best team in New York because I'm not a Yankee fan. So, you know, go Mets. I have, no, I, I have nothing against the Mets. I always, I always hope for you that they do Did well. you hear what happened to Pete Alonso? No, what happened? He got into a car accident, and his car flipped over three oh, wow. times. And he got out with just a scratch, and he was wow. five. When was this? Like a, like a day ago. Wow. He's, He's the fine. polar bear. Wow. He's indestructible. Was he the only one in the car? Yeah. How did it happen? So he was crossing, and some guy ran a red light and T-boned him. And he's totally fine. Yeah, hold on, I get crazy. It was uh, my now he's got some motivation too. He's been given a chance to live and to play. Yeah, but how did how does Tatis just show up with a broken? Yeah, wrist? no, I I don't know what if the details are released or this what. Is the car. Wow, that's crazy. That he is totally fine. If you guys want to see the car, you can look it up. Um, 
on uh, his wife or girlfriend's Instagram. Sorry, I don't know if it's his. Oh, it's his wife. It her uh, Instagram is Haley H A L E Y R Alonzo. So you go see the car, but he's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how does like now they're just finding out out about the wrist. I, yeah, I, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know if the details are And what did he do? The guy's always freaking hurt. I know. Why wow, he played? A, he played a good amount of last season. No, but. they were saying like that he's missed so much time on the. No, in, pa- in past unbelievable. Seasons. In past seasons, yeah. He played. He, I think he was out toward the end of last year, but I remember he played the first half and he was super exciting. And then, and then yeah, he did go out. Um, but yeah, I don't know what happened with this wrist. Um, pretty pretty big news though. A lot of big free agent signings, a lot of trades going on. Just yesterday, Josh Donaldson sent from the Twins to the Yankees for Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela. Oh, what do you think about that, Isaiah? Yeah, Josh Donaldson. Uh, 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 we don't talk about baseball that much, but I am a Twins fan. Um, Josh Donaldson was this big signing two years ago for the Twins. He really has not done anything for the Twins. He's not been. I mean, he's been pretty good at third base, but not been good hitting at all. Um, so I'm kind of fine to get rid of him. Bring in Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela. I don't know. Gary Sanchez has just been, I mean, he's like the worst defensive catcher in terms of just catching the ball that I've ever seen. He's got a, a, a cannon for an arm throwing the second, but terrible at catching. So I, I hopefully he can figure that out. His hitting has been pretty up and down in his career. He's shown signs of being a great hitter, but he's also shown signs of getting extremely cold and unreliable. So, and he's gonna get a lot of playing time because we only have one other catcher, I believe, on the roster. So he's he's gonna he's gonna be playing. So I I don't know. I I don't have much faith in him, but hopefully he can uh, he can figure out his catching problems. And then Urshela got a lot of hype when he was first coming up. He didn't have that great of a year last year. So I'm hoping I'm hoping we kind of bought these guys at a low time and that they're gonna spike back up this season, but. I was fine getting rid of Donaldson. Um, also got rid of Ben Rortvet, a backup catcher, and then Isaiah Kiner Falefa, who they signed like two days prior from the Rangers in a trade. So I'm just excited for baseball and for more trade. I'm sure there's gonna be more trades the next few days, and honestly, it's throughout the spring training. Um, it's weird that I I saw a video. The trade happened late last night, and they were in spring. The Sanchez and Urshela were at the twins practice today, which I'm guessing is because all the teams are down in spring training already. It's just weird yeah, that they literally like last night got maybe traded they both, and they were practicing Maybe they both today. had spring training in, uh, in Florida. Probably. Uh, yeah. The twins are in Florida. I'm, the Yankees probably are too. It's just weird that like late last night they get traded. And then this morning they're already like practicing with the team. Well, you have to gear up fast, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you so ever seen this play? That starts the, on Thursday. The Gary Sanchez missed tag. Um, I don't know. So if anyone wants to see this, if they want to laugh, look up <laughs> Gary Sanchez misses yeah. a very easy tag at home plate against Mets on YouTube. And see? he ran off the field. Yeah, he missed it. Do they? So what? They call him out look, at first, and then he he just he like gets out of the way. He misses him. If you and then when you slow it down, he misses him. But they called him out. They called him out, but then they reviewed it, and, and then he was they overturned saved. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. That's why I'm. I'm worried about his catching abilities, his his defense. Because besides the having a good arm during the second, he is. Pretty, I mean, he makes more mistakes than I've ever seen a catcher make. So, again, hopefully they just got him on a downtime and he's gonna he's gonna be better. But it's a little scary. I was pretty. I was not. If you when my roommates told me the trade last night, they I, they were laughing at my reaction. So I was just like rolling my eyes like, oh my God, like that's who we, that's who we got. Like trade Donaldson, fine, but that's who we got in return. But I don't know. I'm They've sorry, had, they, there are people that have been hyped. They've had some really like hyped up, like big moments in the past. So I'm hoping they can get back to that. So that's my only hope. And I think that's what the twins thought in bringing them in. Oh, I would love to see the uh, the Yankees lose out on a good player. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I mean, again, like I said, hate the Yankees. I would love to see it as well. All right, real quick. Well, not real quick. We have five minutes. I I want to talk about uh, NBA a little bit, and I want to talk about Kevin Durant and his comments 
recently. Uh, was that yesterday or is this weekend sometime? I don't know. I think it was yesterday. Kevin Durant calls out New York City Mayor Eric Adams for not allow for the mandate in place that makes it so Kyrie Irving cannot play in home games in Brooklyn, despite the fact that he's allowed to sit courtside without a mask. He, he's unvaccinated. He can do whatever he wants. There's, anyone can go to the games now. No masks. No vaccine required. You can literally do whatever you want. It's, it's like pre, pre-2020. It's completely normal. And players on the other teams that are coming in, even if they're unvaccinated, they can also play. No masks. No nothing. Yet, Kyrie Irving is not allowed to play because there's a private sector mandate that says that like, em- like employees that are unvaccinated are not allowed to work for their employer because they're unvaccinated. And that, that rule is still in place despite all these other rules that are going away. So Kevin Durant goes after the game yesterday, he calls up the mayor, says, well, uh, change this rule, basically. Like, it makes zero sense. Like, he can sit there, but he can't play. So, Kenny, what, what was your reaction just to hearing that? Was it, a, was it a smart move by Kevin Durant to call out the mayor? Yeah, I mean, he said, you know, who's the more popular person, Kevin Durant or Eric Adams? I'd say Kevin Durant. Uh, And he's right. It's just completely illogical, the rule that's in place, as you just described very eloquently. Thank you. There's no need to really go into it further than that. It doesn't make any sense. And Katie's, you know, he sees the opportunity because he saw that the reporter asked him, "What, what do you think about Kyrie sitting courtside? And that was, you know, all the fuel he needed to light that fire because then he went off for a little bit on the mayor because it doesn't make any sense. How could he be allowed to sit courtside, but he can't play? And, you know, Eric Adams has talked about this and he said, oh, well, you know, I can't just change the rule for one person. It's it's crazy. If that's like if that is the rule and you're still allowing him to sit there courtside without a mask on and he's not vaccinated, then. It's clearly not a very good rule, and it doesn't make any sense. And Katie's right for standing up for his teammate. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to change some rules, then you might as well change all of them. Like, if you're going to change a rule that makes it so you can go around and not wear masks in the building, then why are you not changing the rule that the employees... Yeah, why... Why is why, it only fans, not employees? Why is it that you're allowed to be unvaccinated if you're in a crowd of thousands of people yeah. where you're going to be more likely to catch COVID or spread COVID than in, than anywhere else that I could think of. Mm-hmm. But yet, if you're working in in like some prob- environments in New York City, they're probably like way less contact and yeah. very low contact. Then you need to be vaccinated. No, it, yeah, I, I think. And who's still talking about so, COVID anywhere? I man? know. So honestly, I think most people agree with this, which is why I. Um, I think this was the right move by Durant as well, especially because it's now mid-March and the Nets are the eighth seed in the playoffs and they're only one month away from the playoffs. They need Kyrie Irving to be playing in these games going into the playoffs. Just honestly, for one thing, just to move up their seed. Also, because the playoffs, again, are only a month away, they're going to need him for that. He's playing super well on the road. So why not call out the actual person that has the capability of making that change. So, I, I mean... Yes, no, you know what, though? It is... It's it's nice that he did it because he's right. But here's where it's not smart. There's no way that he's going to change it now. Because now, it's, if he changes it, everyone's going to be like, oh, it's because Kevin Durant told you to. Yeah. Now, the, the soonest it's getting changed is like in at least two weeks until this cools off and everyone forgets about this. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. I don't know. I just, it's also like, do you just sit back and not do anything? You kind of kind of lose. It's kind of lose. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It just seems like it's kind of lose lose. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I agree with what he did, and I probably would have, you know, done the same thing. But now there's no way he's playing for at least two weeks. I'd right. Say. And like, I saw that like over 1,400 people have been laid off from their jobs because of this rule. So like. They're not going to change it now for Kyrie Irving. So, ugly situation. Hopefully, it gets changed sooner than later. I think most people at least agree that you can't have it one way. You can't have some of those rules in place 
to the point where he can be in the crowd and unmasked but not playing. So I think I think everyone would agree that it needs to be one way or the other. So hopefully they clear it up and that rule gets changed. But yeah, like you said, it's probably not going to happen soon. So terrible situation. Anyway, we're coming up on an hour. Fortunately, that means it's time to go, but it's been nice being back in the studio. We got some great basketball coming up this weekend. I'm super excited. So, yeah, enjoy the games, everybody, and we'll be back here to talk to you about it next Monday. Yep, hopefully with some brackets somewhat so intact, but they probably won't be. They never are. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. For the extra point, my name is Isaiah Mueller. Kenny Talkovich. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.